Hey guys, this is Wildcat Chris Harris, TNA original and one half of six-time TNA World Tag Team Champions, America's Most Wanted. You are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. TNA Wrestling, Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 137 of the TNA Across the Line podcast. I am Bob Klein Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we are coming off of the first ever three-hour pay-per-view known as Victory Road. But before we cover that, which we will be taking a much greater detail this coming Saturday when we return with Impact, today... We have a special event, a special showcase of sorts, because the on this uh, episode and then tomorrow's episode, because it's a back-to-back, baby, oh, it yeah. is a TNA Wrestling presents the best damn wrestling event, period. Now, you might be wondering, what in the world is that? Well, you wouldn't be thinking of that. This is a special showcase attraction maybe even introduction of the tna wrestling brand to potential new viewers because tna wrestling has partnered up with the best damn sports show period which we have talked about before on this program which was a popular sports talk uh, show and maybe the second highest rated show on fox sports net and they uh, came together to provide basically a specialty show for two nights. So over this on this week's or uh, this episode, and then again on the next episode, it's pretty much I'm anticipating not a heavy focus on storylines or what happened at the pay per view. And it's going to be more intended of hey, check us out. This is what we have, and this is what we can do. Uh, which is super interesting when you think about it, Bob, because uh, one of our favorite wrestlers is back. That's Puppet. We know Puppet's on the show. And um, all I'm saying about that is I think that's a really great point of why you don't think that storylines will be followed on the show. Yeah. Because Puppet we haven't seen in almost two years, I think. Did we see him in 2003 at all? If we did, it was really early, but I don't really don't know if I we did. Think we did. I think well, I'll we'll, I'll check during, assuming it's this show and not tomorrow's, whatever day it is, I'll check when the last time we saw Puppet was uh, during his match. Yeah, I think it was like I think it was two thousand two. Um, but regardless, I mean these <laughs> these are like super weird to me. Um, we saw the videos on Impact, and they were like almost like Batman sixty six like esque, where they had like the the pop-ups like the boom, bang, bang. which um, in wrestling I think is the corniest shit you could possibly do. Um, I did didn't like in a way didn't Wrestling Society X kind of do some stuff like that with like it was more like the sound effects sometimes and shit I guess. Uh, but they yeah. did some they did some corny stuff though. 
Yeah, so it's funny you, you mentioned Wrestling Society X because I've been thinking about actually like watching those shows because, uh, and I might have mentioned this early on. Do we need a side project? We have plenty of potential side projects that we could do realistically. <laughs> Bob, I have the DVDs. I have them with the, I, I could with the unaired. Them. Well, I know. With yeah. the unaired season finale or whatever it says on it. Oh, really? I, uh, I, well, because this was back at Gizmos, a local wrestling video game store that now closed, but it was really awesome. And they had it, and it was $10. I said, well, I need this in my collection. That's good. That's a and um, that, it's just like one of those things where I almost feel like we're, we're similar in this way, Bob. We're just like, I'll put, I'll buy any wrestling I can, keep it in the collection, and then, you know, maybe I'll watch it, maybe I won't. But, like, Dude, I think I need it. I need it. Yeah, so I want to tell you something on air, but I don't know if I want to because I did something. But let me get okay. So Wrestling Society X was something I, I watched for maybe 11 minutes when it aired on MTV. <laughs> And the only reason why I lasted 11 minutes was because I stopped watching it when the ring announcer guy ran around the ring and he was screaming his brains out for like uh, yeah, Vic Grimes or whatever it was. He was like, I was like, I can't deal with this. So I never watched it after that. Although I was intrigued by like piranhas and uh, exploding caskets or whatever, but I didn't continue. Yeah, it's it's a really weird show. And actually, at the time, I really hated it. I don't know if I really like it now, per se, but at the time, I really hated it. And um, a friend of mine showed me it, and I was like, Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I think, to me, my biggest issue is the edited matches. I was going to say, because it was a half-hour show. And it's a very clearly, like, edited match. And, like, that, I think, is my problem. If they were unedited matches, I think I'd eat that shit up, because it's, it's, like, ridiculous stuff. I don't think wrestling can be a half hour show. That's tough. No. Because then really it's like 21 minutes. And it's like, no, that's usually can't. just one match. So you're going to have a five minute ex- <clears throat> uh, exploding casket match and like piranha death match. And you can't do that. No. Come on, guys. Um, but so I don't, I don't recall if, it, if there was like the boom, bang, pow thing. But I do remember on, I believe it was WCW Worldwide. Oh, uh, late in that run, they they, <laughs> they did do that. Oh, uh, maybe that's what I'm um, I'm like thinking TBS, of then, though, because it would air at like ten o'clock if they in the morning, and if they showed a chair shot or something, I've seen a clip of it where they would put a oh. a pow over the chair shot hitting. Yeah. Them. Okay, I've seen that, and I think that's maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I think Wrestling Society X is more sound effects, and like yeah, th- yeah. they'd shake the camera, like when there's an explosion, it'd be like. Whoa! Like I, which I fucking hated that too. Kevin Dunn would love it. Oh my god, dude, he's probably he probably freaking poops himself watching those. Probably. Um. All right. Well, just a brief uh, mention of what we're coming off of with Victory Road, and again, we'll probably dissect it much more uh, when we return with Impact in two episodes. We are coming off of again uh, the biggest event in TNA history thus far, Victory Road, and on that show. Jeff Jarrett retained the NWA world title because he's the king of the ladder matches. He's king of the mound. He's the king of ladder matches. He defeated (sighs) Jeff Hardy to retain the championship because good old Kevin Nash came on down with two guitars, gave one to Scott Hall, and all three of them 
Jarrett Hall and Nash proceeded to hit Jeff Hardy with each guitar, and Jeff Jarrett retrieved his championship. Yeah, and I, as we were watching that moment, um, I was just picturing Lance's heart breaking with every guitar shot to Jeff Hardy. Do you think there was like really like Jeff Hardy's like theme music was played in a more dramatic tone in his head? I mean, it was to me. Yeah. No, it was pretty devastating. Uh, and I remember again, uh, Victor Rowe being the first and only TNA period that I bought, um, being very disappointed that they decided to go uh, in reverse. Because essentially all we're missing right now is Scott Steiner to come out, and it's the NWO 2000. Give us a little time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then well, I guess we all we would also need Bret Hart, but I don't think that ever happens. So, uh, no, that does not happen, and I'm really shocked that that's something that never did happen, even as an appearance. Yeah. Uh, also coming out of Victory Road, and I'm just trying to remember this off the top of my head. Uh, AMW won the last team standing match, and they defeated Triple X. <clears throat> he looked Skipper looked to have uh, appeared. He appeared to have uh, suffered a legitimate concussion. Oh yeah. Which, in hindsight, when I said, you know, years ago that I didn't like it, um, actually having fully paid attention in full context, he definitely was not loopy there. Also on the show, Petey Williams retained the Exhibition Championship over AJ Styles. Monty Brown won a three-way Monsters Ball that also involved Abyss and Raven. Uh, I'm not going to name everything, but Hector Garza won an Exhibition Battle Royal gauntlet thing. And then probably the other notable thing was that Three Life Crew, Conan mm-hmm. and BG James, are the new NWA Tag Team Champions because they defeated Team Canada. And again, there was much, there was other things going on, and we will dissect all of that again as we open Impact in two episodes. So that is the full context of coming into this show, but another full context. That I'm sure that Dallas would uh, eventually mention, and maybe we'll discuss now, is that Victory Road took place on November 7th. Is that correct? November 7th. Right. Well, guess what, folks? These uh, best damn wrestling event period shows, which are airing after Victory Road, well, those happened before. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see if there's any kind of production mess-ups, because, you know, if this was World Championship Wrestling, that was probably gonna, that would probably happen. And who knows with Tina? Maybe right. somebody will come out with a belt that they don't have anymore. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um, another important thing that I will mention before we get going here is if you want to watch these, you could have them in your own collection. Yep. I, I don't know if they're on Impact Plus, but if you type in the best damn wrestling event period on YouTube. You can find them because that's how we did it. <laughs> that's right. You're uh, both it, on YouTube. Just think about this, Bob. Three episodes in a row, you guys can follow along for free on YouTube. Unless you don't have YouTube Premium. But I don't even know if these ones would have the ads. I don't even know if they have ads, yeah. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. So definitely I would recommend that. Um. And I guess that's kind of it. 
All right. Well, everybody, load up your uh, YouTube and type in the best damn wrestling event period so that we can watch this special attraction showcase for TNA Wrestling. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that is when you are going to want to hit that good old play button to follow along. And really, I don't think we know what to expect, so this should be fun. I have no fucking idea, dude. Here we go. Three, three, two, one, play. Look, dude, we're getting the best damn sports show, period, intro, even. Okay, so, Bob, who are these guys? <clears throat> That's Brian Cox right there, Reebok shirt. That's John Sally with the glasses. That's Chris Rose. Oh, he and, hates wrestling. He's saying that shit sucks. It's fake. And then the oh. guy... Oh, there's Jeff Jarrett. Oh, he's shit. With a guitar. <laughs> In front of the Universal Studio sign. You just got knocked the fuck out. In his ring gear. And that's Tom Arnold that's stealing his uh, wallet. I feel like I know him. Oh, my God, it's Abyss. Well, Tom Arnold was married to Roseanne. Oh, that's the same Tom Arnold? Yeah. Okay. Loved you in Pulp Fiction, man. He says to Abyss as he carries away. That's Tom Arnold right there? Yeah. It did not look like him. That was weird. I don't know how I feel about Abyss... uh... Oh, he's Tom Arnold's fighting puppet. <laughs> Brian what? Cox is fighting Monty Brown. When Chris Rose puts wrestling on the line, wrestling's reputation on the line. Do a Tita Cage dancer? Did you see that? I did. Holy shit, Bob, we have an ultimate X. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's our Jeff Hardy fans. Okay, this is super weird. The best name wrestling of him, period. Tom Allen is wrestling puppet. Monty Brown is going to wrestle Brian Cox. We have a host. He's twice the size. Of Will Smith. So John Sally is, John I guess, Spider kind of... Sally, didn't he say? <laughs> yes. He's fucking he, huge. Hey, well, he was a center in the NBA. He, um... John Sally looks like he's going to be playing up a wrestling character of, like, a pimp or something. I don't know what that was all about. Chris Rose, though, he is the uh, prototypical wrestling's fake heel... Who will probably learn his lesson by the end of the show and be like, oh, wrestling isn't fake because I got hit really hard or something. Leanne Tweeden, she is a uh, a woman and she uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she, she hosts uh, well, I eventually would host some poker shows. Brian Cox was a linebacker in the NFL. I got to say two things. This is really weird, and I'm really glad that Bob is here to explain these people. Yeah. When he's not wrestling with his enormous personal demons. 
Holy, what an intro. Yeah. Tom Arnold is an actor and also probably best known for uh, being married to Roseanne Barr. Uh, a couple other things to point out uh, here I'm noticing is they're all sitting in the ring now. Um, all the signs in the crowd are very oh. fake. Oh, yeah. Very planted signs. We heart Tom. Uh, I forgot. Like, uh, Leanne is hot. Yeah. You can tell they're all very planted signs. Chris is stupid was another one. Yeah. Yeah, there's Chris is stupid. So there's a couple that might not be planted signs, but a lot of the ones that we're seeing. Yeah. Holy shit. He just said wrestling's more fake than Pam Anderson's chest or Tom Arnold's wife's orgasms. Now, this is already edgier than what we are allowed on Impact, I feel like, just for the record. Well, I believe this was also aired in prime time. So maybe not 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. It's probably more around 8 or 9 Okay. Okay. That's good to know, because I don't know if I had that information. Oh, wait. Tom Arnold is uh, refereeing the uh, uh, minis match. Minis match. He called it the, the other, yeah, the other, yeah. yeah. The not uh, socially acceptable version. Okay, those are not our, that's not our um, normal TNA girls. I don't know who those women are. The basketball match. Okay, so Leanne's going to do something with Dusty Rhodes. She doesn't know what, though. All right, hot rod. Well, I gotta say though, if if this is on primetime and stuff, bringing out some big names like Roddy Piper and stuff is probably pretty smart. Yeah. Except they're like talking over his entrance. Um. It. Uh, so a couple things here while Hot Rod's making his entrance. Um. For reference, this show and in fact tomorrow's show, I'll mention it again. Uh, was taped on October 27th. And both shows were taped on the same day. Uh, Bob, would you like to guess how many people were in attendance for these tapings? 350. What the? F- yeah, it's 350. Oh, look at that. I said that with such confidence. Too. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? I have no idea. He said, you're the only man who can take the stink froze fr- stink face from Roseanne, so you're okay in my book. Okay. <laughs> That's a little scary. So he just complimented everyone? And now he's going to yell at Chris Rose. Is it like a, a if your last name is Rose, you have to, like, be doing stupid shit in wrestling? Oh. I guess. I don't know. What's funny, though, is Chris Rose would go on to be, like, a pretty prominent baseball commentator. So it's kind of weird to see him do this. So Roddy Piper just said, I'm going to speak to you in Moron. You are Moron. You're going to (laughs) die. That's what he said.
He's dropping Ric Flair names, Hulk Hogan names. You know, it's kind of like silly is I bet you that Piper doesn't even realize that Rose is like doing a character. So he's probably getting pissed off. I definitely would believe that. Go fuck this guy. Oh, they're cutting. I feel like they're cutting Piper off. Yeah. And he ain't going to do it. You don't care. This is my time. I got to cut a promo. Oh, he hit him. He's going to put the t-shirt where the sun don't shine. Kissed his ass. Walking out of the ring. You get 24 hours. Get Chris Myers on the phone. That's another commentator. If I was watching this alone, I'd be like, oh, I don't know who the I don't know who this guy. The guy, the spiky blonde hair guy's talking, and they talked about this Chris Myers guy. I don't know. So we're seeing November 5th, Monty Brown was on the best damn sports show, period. So that's funny. Is it? I believe we saw clips of this on Impact, did we not? Uh, or is that a different appearance? I think this is a different appearance. Okay, because we saw him on here before. Well, what's funny is like this was recorded on October twenty seventh, so Chris Rose wasn't even aware of what they have done <laughs> for that video package because it hadn't happened yet. There we go. Well, is the best name sports show period? Is that like a live show? Uh, I, it was, I believe, taped, but it'd be or taped live, to, live to tape or whatever. Live yeah. to tape, yeah. And I think it was five days. It was like every day, Monday through Friday. Oh wow! Oh man, freak oh, man, man. nah, that's yeah. fat man. I feel like we're just like watching Raw. We're nearly 10 minutes in. I was going to say, how long is this? Oh, oh, shit, dude. Powder to the face, the naturals. And then a chair shot. But to the back. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's the one to right, that. Right over the head. Wait, now I'm intrigued. The naturals are attacking Monty Brown. This is honestly a big spot for the naturals. Right. And now, I think it's important to know, just... What the week or two before Victory Road, they like lost in like a couple minutes to Three Life Crew, and that was the last time we've seen them until right. Well, they were on Victory Road in that big match, but I think we're gonna get a bait and switch here. I think that Brian Cox is gonna team with Nani Brown against the Nationals. Oh shit. I think you're onto something with that, Bob. Oh, yeah, because look, yeah, because now you just find said, a partner. Yeah, and he's going to be like, I'll just get Monty Brown because you hit him in the chair. I mean, that's clearly setting up more that Monty Brown's doing a face turn like we have been anticipating. Oh, yeah. And this is coming up, still to come. I wonder if we're going to get, because again, this is the YouTube version, if we're going to have like full commercials. Because that'd be kind of neat, <laughs> the C2004 commercials. Well, we'll cover them because if, if people are watching <laughs> on YouTube, I mean, what, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do if there is or isn't. Still oh, ahead, it geez. says Tom Refs Dwarfs. That's what it says. Still ahead, Cox Partner Revealed. 
They're teasing Jeff Hardy, Ron Raven. Killings, and AJ Styles. I saw Raven was in there too. I don't know if Raven's going to be Brian Cack's partner. Sally's eye on the prize. Will the spider get these girls caught in his web? Still had a wrestling first. Jeff Jarrett's making a shocking announcement to his fans. And then we have Ultimate X still to come. Oh, a late night. It was not a late night. It was like afternoon. Whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, we're back. And we are just with everyone in the ring again. Wait. Oh, hey, my God. Oh, my God. Victory Road is a great event. Here's the recap. So now we're getting a Victory Road recap. So, of course... It's funny because they lied and were like, yeah, it's great. And what if it was actually a really shitty show? Shitty show yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Forgot, dude. Jimmy Snuka. Very light highlights, similar to what we gave you guys in the beginning of the show. Why is that guy crying? Oh, towel guy. Yeah, towel guy. Is that Dixie Carter? Dude, didn't it look like her? I saw that. Like oh, you know what? We didn't even mention Randy Savage appeared. Oh, uh, yeah, guys. By the way, Randy Savage is in TNA now. <laughs> oh, man. That shows you where my mind was. We get it. Okay. And we had the big announcement, Turning Point, December 5th. Cannot wait to cover that show. It's time Things to play the you game. you wouldn't say. Oh. Things you wouldn't say to TNA wrestlers? Why don't you wrestle, uh, Kid Cash? Why don't you wrestle under your real name, Dolores? <laughs> if he wants to see Dallas suck, he doesn't have to watch the Cowboys. Oh my God! He goes, "Hey, Team Canada, uh, now we don't have to say we're the untalented white guys." Okay, so for the record, Team Canada and Kid Cash and Dallas are all walking down to the ring right now. Yeah. Oh, but here is Three Life Crew and America's Most Wanted? Yeah. Conan is barely making it into the ring. We're just getting started here. Yeah, this is so bad. Scott Demore's pulling uh, Chris Rose, right? Chris Rose. Yeah. Chris Rose away, um, and Tom Arnold's not. I don't know. This is weird. Uh, her top's almost coming off. That was dumb. I feel like the ads are just going to be uh, promoting the best in sports. Right, yeah. I'm trying to get some details on when this actually aired, but uh, that's being harder than I thought it was going to be. I, I'm almost certain that it was a, a prime time special. I don't, it was not airing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So we got Bruce Chris Rose. Jesus. He wears pantyhose. That's... 
So we get no Mike Tanay and Don West, it appears, during this. That will suck. Are they really not going to have them coming? Oh, Dusty and Leanne are walking backstage. Oh, she oh, does. She... In the NYZ. Yeah, there's Glenn Trinity and Swinger. I almost didn't recognize Glenn. I know, me either. Kenny Fetch as much as me. She says my boyfriend's actually hot. Hey, you don't say that to the swing man. Yeah. Don't disrespect Johnny. TNA, total nonstop wrestling on impact, is what Dusty just said. Okay, thank God. I was, he was a big pay-per-view coming up for TNA, coming up in December. I definitely thought it was going to be a mess-up about Victory Road. Back to you guys is Dusty Begzer and Chewbacca's away. This is ridiculous, Dallas. We're going on almost 17 minutes now. We're at 16.52 into the show, and there's been absolutely zero professional wrestling. Well, I got to say, it's probably worth noting that. Oh, there's oh thank God. Thank uh, God. Oof. I was, dude, I was wicked nervous. I was, too. That would have been bad. But what I was going to say is, I feel like this is more, if you like the best damn sports show, period, you're a diehard. They're trying to get you to watch this to then watch Impact. So I feel like it's probably set up more like their show. And yeah. now we're going to interject the wrestling in between the silly segments and stuff like that. All right, so we're starting off with Alex Shirley and AJ Styles. Now we've seen these guys. Oh, that's weird. And they said phenomenal. And then so I call them AJ Styles instead of like a nickname. That's weird. Um... Yeah, so Alex Shelley and AJ Styles running off. They've wrestled before on Impact, but originally it was a dark match that wasn't supposed to be shown, but then yeah. there was a hurricane. And they were like, okay, I guess we'll just have to show it. It is pretty good. It is a good match. So this should be interesting. Now, I want to point out, though, so we're at about, there's about 45, 48 left in the show, which is basically the equivalent of how long an Impact is. So that first 16 or 17 minutes, might be seen as just buffer, and from here on out, it might be more so the wrestling. That's a really good point. Crowd's chanting for AJ. It kind of, this is the first time, Bob, I maybe I'm just hearing it wrong. It sounds not real. I mean, I guess people are cheering when they're cheering. I don't know. Maybe they turned it up or something. I don't know. It sounds louder than normal. I think it's a little enhanced, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely enhanced. I mean, they Styles just looked at the crowd, and they get the crowd. I mean, people are yelling, I guess. I think they just have um, maybe mics in the crowd up or something. Maybe they're allowing more of that to come in. No, I think they're filtering in sound. Middle of Jawbreaker there by Alex Shelley to get control. Shelly to the top rope. Double stomp to the back of the head. They did not sweep up the powder. 
from the Montoya Brown attack by the Naturals. That's a very odd choice. That's odd and potentially very dangerous because people can slip on that. Well, they just keep dropping the bombs. Coming up at the bottom of the screen, it says, Tom Arnold referees hardcore midget match. That's what it says on the screen. That's what it says on the screen. That's why I tried to say that first. Okay, Styles uh, Clash wow. and the win. And here's the best. That's weird because they haven't even. They're not tying in Abyss and Shelly together because he has not been associated with him. Shock treatment. Yeah. I I believe what they're doing here is they're kind of giving us a preview of uh, Lockdown 2005. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of those words before. There just happens to be a table set up ringside. If you, uh, if you want to send any hate mail... Uh, on, from YouTube, just send it to Dallas because he's the one that keeps doing that. Listen, listen, one person got mad at us, and I'm sorry. I didn't say what happens there anymore. I stopped myself. I'm just saying it's a preview. Abyss going for a choke slam through the table on the floor. Good night. So Abyss carried out Chris Rose to start the show, and now he's putting AJ Styles through a table. Right in front of him. Yeah. Go help him. You want to be a promoter? She says the Tom Arnold. Oh, Jesus Christ. And they were really dropping the M word hard. I only read it once. I'm not saying that anymore. Here's a, uh, a TNA moment number five. Brian Urlacher and Johnny Fairplay. Because when I think TNA wrestling, I think Brian Urlacher press slamming Johnny Fairplay over the top rope to the floor. I did notice too, Bob, in the beginning... Most of the stuff they were showing were from uh, the asylum. Oh, yeah. yeah. And boom, Jared <laughs> attacks moment, Hulk Hogan. Number four, Jeff Jared attacks Hulk Hogan. This was, of course, in Japan. That was supposed to lead to a match that, guess what, never happened. Bound for glory, baby. Never forget. Announced in late 2003. Showing the blood there, not black and white, by the way. Wow. That's really interesting. Tom is the bomb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the way they're saying it. Oh, T.O. is back too? Oh, he's checking uh, T.O. for weapons. It's a hardcore match. What are you, a pervert? If it's a hardcore match, who cares if it's if he's got weapons on him? He's got a little shopping cart. Oh, he's got... Well, he toys. took something out of his pocket and like put it in his pocket. I th- oh, my God, a toy truck. See, okay, this is just, like, silly shit. Look at this little mini frying pan. He's He has, like, kids' toys. Like, kid-sized cooking pans. Whoa! Oh, uh, Johnny B. Bad is checking out Lee and tweeting pretty hard. Hush Leanne with that nice can he starts with. The bad man of TNA Wrestling.
It's not the same without the hair and the mustache, Bob. Uh, he's promoting the ultimate X match. Well, we're going to have to go watch that. Okay, back to you. Well, here comes Kid Cash in Dallas. Tag team action up next. And it looks like America's Most Wanted is their opponents. It was a cash in Dallas. Yeah. We find the defendants. They don't have their ring jackets or nothing. Well, they did debut the jackets at Victory Road, remember? That's right. They're wearing the red. I'm a fan of the red gear. Oh, Dallas immediately attacking Harris. Doesn't even finish his entrance. The powder is still in the ring. Thursday. Okay. This, this must be on a Wednesday. So Hardy Jarrett, six sides of steel. Oh my God. Okay. So we're in for quite the treat on our uh, our next episode, which you guys will hear tomorrow. And they're really pushing turning point on the show, which is smart. Really smart to be. Triple X America's Most Wanted rematch. I believe that was announced at Victory Road. It was. Launching James Storm over the top, takes out Kid Cash and Dallas on the floor. Harris going for a crossbody himself. Now, I wonder if, uh, you know, I mean, Cash has said some pretty outlandish things about these guys. If maybe working stiff at all here today, maybe laying a couple shots in for him. Oh, we're going to a commercial during the match. Um, another really interesting thing I'm noticing, Bob, these matches don't have the um, the Fox timer. box up at the top. Yeah, the timer, the. I just noticed that. Hmm. Oh, a replay during the break. Brian Cox held Kid Cash to allow uh, Gene Storm to beat on him. That's wow. Illegal. Oh, I thought they were about to say that they they won by disqualification during the break. But no, it's just the AMW's in total control. That was like an electric chair, uh, that spinning noose, swinging noose. It's like it's supposed to be like a neck breaker, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought they were gonna say Brian Cox was like escorted out of the arena or something. Oh, Dale's with a huge boot to uh, Harris. For a super kick on Dallas? No. Dallas counters. He scoops him up. Oh. Open that crucifix. Hits him with the blackout. And then kick cash. Frog splash. Slow count there by Rudy Charles. Best step replay. Blah, blah, blah. That is a nice rock splash. I'll give Cash that. Yeah. I like the way he, uh, when he lands. Yeah. 
Oh. Dallas and Cash collide. EMW double clothesline to send Dallas to the floor into the railing chest first. Oh, does that mean Cash is going to get jobbed out here? Super kick. Oh. Inside out spear there by Harris to Cash, and that's the win. So these matches are very abbreviated. Oh, yeah. This is like get our stars in front of the camera kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like a TV pilot. Ooh. Yeah, it does. Well, I'm even surprised, like, seeing um, the Kid Cash Dales in the beginning. I thought that was kind of their spot. I didn't think they were necessarily going to have a match. You know what I mean? Well, well, if they if they did, you would think it maybe be with like Three Life Crew, but I guess AMW was out there too. They right? were, no, they were. Yeah. They made the save too, but but Three Life Crew is pay, playing. Uh, what did they say? Chicken? Are they? Or horse? Horse? One of those things they said. I can. I missed it. They're playing basketball. They're buying for these ladies' love, as if this is a dating show. From playing basketball. Could you imagine? <laughs> you made a basket. I'm going to sleep with you. Just to have mayhem takes over. Will Sally get his chance to win these girls over? Okay, so this one actually says what it is. Puppet and T.O. Clash. Right, that's what it is. This is what, Bob? It's going to be our fifth Ultimate X. Is that correct? Oh, I have no idea. Come on. You got to help me here. I don't remember. Well, what? X, Ultimate X 2 was in January of 04. When we had one during the like World Cup thing. So that's three. I'm Googling it. Yeah, it's easy four or five. It's five. What about those two hot chicks up there? What's their story? <laughs> Don Unless is listening like... Don was promoting the X Division, and Tom Arnold was like, but what about those hot chicks? Jesus. Nice. Is Victory Road? So we're, let's take a take a look at Victory Road. Okay, we're recapping the heavyweight title match. The ladder match between Hardy and Jarrett. And there they go. The cra- oh, remember the ladder falling on Scott Hall? Yeah, yeah. I love that they're both wearing tr- like sweat track suits. Except Kevin Nash's is black and Scott Hall's is white. Dude, the three guitar shots is like concrete in my head. Like I will, it's like I remember that so well. Yeah. And then of course, yeah, we forgot, but you know, Mandy Savage again. Here we go, Jeff Hammond. He's talking uh, with Jeff Jarrett here. 
Seven-time Intercontinental Champion, four-time WCW Champion. He's dropping WWF, not even WWE. Way to go, Jeff Hammond. He don't care about no copyright. He's old school. He he doesn't know what is WWE. There's only one title that has over 50 years history. This is his breaking news. Uh, my title is the one with 50 year history. <laughs> Just for the record, guys. And next year, my big announcement is the steel cage that we already announced. Get ready. Two and a half years ago, TNA was born. This is not a six points of impact. This is like a sit down interview. The three-hour epic event and Victory Road. Oh. One or two defined advantages. So tonight they're doing Ultimate X and then tomorrow night. Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. Six sides of steel. Is it for the title? Well, it doesn't quite say. Two nights, two matches. I guess when you think of this, kind of a smart thing to do. Two of your biggest kind of, and that are more unique. I know one's a, one's a cage match, but, you know, I you know. It's six sides of steel, it's different. I, listen, man, cage, cage matches, you're going to get people to watch that. I would watch it, even if I wasn't a wrestler. I'd be a cage match? What the hell? Ultimate X? I don't even know what that is. I'll check it out. I'm a sucker for cage matches. The Ultimate X is like a, a get, like I get they had to do that on this. I'm surprised they didn't do a ladder match. They probably were actually playing that smart because of Victory Road, even though we do know, of course, that it's like their yeah, favorite. Yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say it hasn't stopped them before. They're doing some uh, best damn sports show period um, thing coming in November and December. Some boxing match. Ugh. Oh, guy who's just clipping his toenails in the kitchen sink. The hell? This seems like a really weird show, but very early 2000s. I remember watching it, and I tend, I think I tended to enjoy it. I mean, it was mostly sports talk. There'd be some like jokes and stuff, but they make it seem like it's mostly the the skits and stuff. Yeah. Horse. They're playing horse in the basketball. Horse. Okay. Horse, chicken, pig. I don't know. What? I don't know. I've never heard of uh, chicken for basketball. I've heard of. I thought there's. I thought there was. I don't know. I don't play basketball. I think we've made that abundantly clear. Did I did I make that? Hold on, what? Chicken? Well, if you type in chicken basketball, it's kid shoots a chicken through a basketball hoop pops up. So okay. uh, here Zang comes Ann Tracy. Is she wrestling? Is this a mixed tag? 
Well, here comes Christopher Daniel, so I'm not sure. No, it's just Chris Daniels. Chris Daniels. That's weird. Kazarian and Daniels. I mean, these guys are both heels. Well, Kazarian's the more here. And Kazarian's not wearing his long tights here. He's back to the like biker shorts. Dropkick in the corner by Kazarian. <laughs> this isn't your father's steel cage match? What the hell is he talking about? Okay, see, I'm not completely mad, Bob. Chicken, chicken basketball. Okay. You, the object of the game is, it's, it looks like it's a game that you play in like high school, though. Okay. The game, the object of the game is for the students to try to knock the ball away from other students while losing control of their own ball. When a student loses, they must exit the game and wait on the sideline. I've literally never heard of that. Well, listen, I don't want to say I was right here, but. I actually probably messed it up and was thinking of a different animal instead of <laughs> horse, which I do know horse. Um, and then the short version where you just do pig because you don't actually want to play to spell horse. Right. But I guess you could also spell chicken, which is longer. Uh, Daniels takes down Kazarian with the, with the clothesline. I'm okay, we're going for angels' wings. Yeah. Nope. Thursday. Oh, so oh, I thought that match was tonight. So Brian Cox and the mystery partner versus the Naturals is on our next episode. Yeah, I think they said like you have twenty four hours or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. I guess I didn't put that together. That makes sense. Oh, the best moon salt period. No, Tracy gets on the apron. There comes Michael Shane wearing a suit. Wait, Rest did sure. they say Michael Shane? They did. Yeah, they okay. did. Victory Road, as we know, he officially is now Matt Bentley. Matt Bentley, that's right. Angels Wings. Yeah. Angels Wings gets him the win. My Posey's trying to raise his hand, and he doesn't give a shit. Which, once again, Bob, I think tells you that it was a last-minute Change. Had to have been, and one that I really hope we get some notes on because I don't mind it. But like Michael Shane, we've been saying it for you know almost two years or whatever now. Okay, prime time's out here now. Yeah, Matt Bentley is just—I don't understand why they would switch it. Is that his real name? Let me check. I'm not 100 percent about that. Yes, it is his real name. There you go. Conan is talking with the tall guy. Oh, shit. Sharkboy and D-Ray 3000 are John Sally's teammates.
That is just really weird that they're promoting John Sally as some kind of sex symbol. <laughs> He's going to get the women. Oh, here you go. What's number three? Oh, Titans. Tennessee Titans. There's a general yeah. theme here. Uh, pretty much just athletes. It's mostly athletes and then like Hulk Hogan. Right. I mean, it makes sense. Um, the only thing that sucks is this was what from the second show. So it's like so far gone. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, do you know if the best damn sports show period was also in Orlando? Was that were they uh, Florida based? Yeah. Okay. From backstage, Tom Arnold was talking with Rudy Charles, Mike Posey, and Andrew Thomas, the core three. He's asking if low blows are accept- acceptable. Yeah, but it's a hardcore match, so it would be legal. No cash bribes. Andrew Thomas is like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, my God. This is really bad. Yeah, Rudy Charles goes, yeah, when it's one, two, three. And then Mike Posey goes, yeah, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay, I'm... Oh, my God. He said, short people have no reason to live. Listen, as a short person, this fucked up. Hey, Raven. Wow. That's Raven music. This is a treat. It's coming out with a straight jacket. Whoa, pyro? Since when does Raven get pyro? For special occasions. That's why they, they didn't know what to do, so they did one little... And, like, that was it. Yeah, that's all I need. Oh, Raven doesn't finish his entrance before we hear, This mother is a bad jam. Dude, that crew. Looks like Ron Killings. No wonder he was gone, dude, because he left Conan. Oh, no, that's BG playing with him outside. Never mind. This is the less good three live crew song for the record. Which I like one the other. Is the good one. I like the one where it's like, yo, it's me, Big Jizzle. Uh, what? Yeah, I think that one's more catchy. Oh my gosh. I do feel like the one that he's coming out to now is probably the more known one. It is, yeah. But I like the other one. Uh, well, I would ask Lance, but he his specialty is strictly Jeff Hardy, not three live crew. That still blows my mind that he knew the difference between the Jeff Hardy songs that I thought were the same. Yeah. Raven immediately going after Ron Killings. It seems to be the other thing tonight is like, let's get this shit done and like get going. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did they just say we get a, a new, there's a new debut coming on Friday? I know. Whoa. So, Bob, if this episode, let's see, 
This episode comes out the 10th. The next one's the 11th. And then, is Impact the 12th? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know we were three right in a row days. I thought it was like two and then like a little break and then that. So guys, please listen to these. I don't want you to just skip three episodes because, you know, there's a lot going on. Raven with a side rush and leg sweep into the uh, ring a couple of times, and he has a demeanic laugh on his face. Smile. Well, I mean, he's he's just the best. I guess. Tomorrow night. Okay, so yeah, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy did not mention the title at all. No. Killings with a nice little high kick there, and now he's getting Irish whipped, and he goes over Raven, comes back, goes, okay. What uh, the hell was that? Well, it was so weird that Raven said, fuck that, and he got back up, and now he's going for the Zach's kick, and no, Raven moved a little early, but he... Zach's it. Going, no, not that's going to go for okay, Irish. Okay, that's supposed to be an Irish They whip. are okay, all okay, sorts okay. of okay. This is a mess. <laughs> this is a mess. Oh, man. Raven effect. Nope. We're ending this. Quick roll up. Ooh. Ooh, that, that was... match was bad. Yeah, that was bad and also like not a good loss for Raven, I feel like. I agree. I guess at least it's run killings, but I don't know. It just seems like a weird he I mean he didn't like he did just lose uh, Monster's Ball as well, so like whatever, but to get rolled up though, Raven. Come on. Oh, shit. Here's Puppet. Tarnam, I'll just come in. Hey, little man. He's the rules. And he goes, would you just call me Fat Boy? Oh, he's taking down Tom Arnold. Puppet's sporting a new look. He's got a do-rag on. No, it's been a while. I mean, I'm going to make Bob do Puppet Indie notes for us during the match. No, you won't do that for us? That's a bummer. Even if it would take me a short amount of time, I am not going to do it. Get it? Oh. <laughs> short, short amount of time. You, did, you just did that Tom Arnold kind of joke there. Yeah, I sure fucking did. All right, let's say we're going to another commercial. They're just going to remind us that's the best damn sports show. Period. Goldberg. Goldberg? Well, they did, They showed The Rock earlier as well. Wait, I totally missed The Rock on. You didn't see The Rock on there? No. Well, here, I'll give you guys the puppet indie notes quick because the match is coming yes. up. Um, prior to his appearance on the best damn wrestling event period night one, uh, puppet, uh, he wrestled at IZW against Mad Max. Yeah, he won that match on... May 30th, 2003. And then before that, <laughs> T.O. defeated Meatball and Puppet at WWA The Reckoning. Oh. Uh, and that was on May 25th, 2003. And you can listen to that show in our archives of the bonus. So Puppet, right. according to the internet of Cage Match, has not been doing shit. Right. You just gotta make a layup. 
So they're playing that chicken game again. Horse. That was supposed to correct me. It's horse. But is that what they're doing? I think so, isn't it? <laughs> you know, how do you like yeah, this now, are. dog? Yeah, they are. <laughs> He took one shot and they they lost. That's not how it works. Uh no. Um Oh my god. Um, in case you wanted um I know Puppet is fighting Tio. I'm going to give you guys his indie notes um as well here. Uh prior to the match here on uh, night 1, Tio teamed with POD uh to defeat Meatball and Toad at the Road Warrior Hawk Memorial show on November 1st, 2003. Uh, he defeated Blix at the IWR MWA Fresh Fest 3 event that was on June 14, 2003, as Tom Arnold comes out to referee. And then before that uh, is when he uh, won that three-way at, re- at the, the Reckoning show at WWA. So he also doesn't do anything. That's great. And I'll let you know right now, Puppet has, or sorry, not Puppet, Tio here has one more match in his career According to Cage Match, after the show, and it's three years later. And would you like to guess who he fought in that match? His retirement. His retirement match was probably against Puppet. It was, and it went six minutes and 27 seconds in IWA Mid-South Rule the School event on April 14, 2007. What? That's funny. Dude. IWA Mid-South? Look at Puppet. I do. I love Puppet, man. And, of course, we know his nickname, uh, as Tanae just reminded us, is the Psycho Dwarf. I believe that at one point, wasn't it, like, the the Dwarf Killer or something, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. It said that on the back of his gear. Running Let's bulldog. start off with a bulldog. <laughs> the start. We have a trash can with full of weapons in the ring already, so I'm cool with that. The, Tom Arnold oh, also has a microphone. I was just going to say. This is about to be so cringy because of that, like... Oh, shit. Tio's entire body is almost covered by the trash can, also, in case you're wondering. Play fair. It's a fucking hardcore match. Puppy goes face first into the middle turnbuckle. A catapult there. Wait a second. Puppet is in Jackass 3D. I know what I'm doing later. Or sorry, Tio. Oh, it's yeah. In, it's in his Twitter Twitter bio. If you want to follow Tio, it's um at Extreme T-O-T. Huh. Uh, Puppet's now chasing after Arnold around the ring. And then Puppet hit him with a cooking sheet or something. And Puppet's knocked out from that. Arnold's helping Tio. Double, double clothesline. Please, Ultimate X, please save us. He's counting on his head with the microphone. He hit him on the head with the microphone three times. Wow, Bob. Uh, guys, time check, by the way. We haven't done one of those, really. We are 51 minutes and 30 seconds into the show. Or if you're Bob, we have 12 minutes, 19 seconds left. That's right. But at least it's all the ultimate X. 
Oh, Puppet's pissed, dude. Wait a minute. He goes, what the heck is going on? And Tom Arnold says, you got your ass kicked, little man. I'm going to use your balls as a speed bag, baby. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Tio's taking John Sally's ladies. Yeah, wait a second. I think he's the winner here. Well, he won the match too, but... Oh, shit! Arnold just tossed a crutch and hip up in the face. Oh, here's Chris Rock. The number two. Name moment number two, Chris Rock. And then, of course... What do you think number one is? I think I know what number one is. Goldilocks, back on our screen. Um... Is it Toby Keith? That's what I was thinking. It's the only like, big. Be. It's the only celebrity moment I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I'm go. actually. Yeah, there it is. There it is, dude. Toby Keith beats up Jeff Jarrett. Very first show. Vertical suplex, baby. Delayed vertical. It was a Scott nice Hall, delayed baby. vertical suplex. I mean, we can't make this up. And it's really funny to show this with Scott Hall being like, "Yeah." Right. Oh, those naturals, they're about to be in trouble tomorrow night. (laughs) Sailor's like, well, I didn't get the girls. But I got to be like... Oh. Oh, so Tom Arnold's actually wrestling Puppet tomorrow, so... It's not like a referee thing. Like, I thought he was wrestling him on this show, but he just confirmed he's wrestling Puppet tomorrow. Guys, we're in for a treat, but Sanjay Dutt, here's music. We officially have 10 minutes left in the show. I don't like that they're giving such little time to an Ultimate X, but... Well, I don't think the point of the show is to have good matches. It's just... I know, I know, but... That sucks for this kind of match to me. Yeah. And Tanae doing his really great job explaining who people are. Prime time, baby. You haven't heard this song in a while. I know what song's going at the end of the episode. Prime time, baby. Sing my name, baby. Prime time, baby. Prime time. Extremely underrated. Great here in TNA. Great in WCW, I think. Oh, yeah. And Chris Sabin. Pretty uh, good group of guys here. I'm excited about this. Hail Sabin. Hail Sabin. This is a triple it's a triple threat. threat. We have that big red axe above the ring. Sanjay's already going to go for it, but he gets slammed away. That's oh. how you have to start the match. Did you know that? You have to, like, someone has to try to pretend they're going to immediately run up and get it. It's just like in a ladder match. Like, someone has immediately got to set up a ladder and pretend they're about to win immediately. Which I think one... someone needs to win a match like that. So do I. Holy shit, back body drop to Skipper, but he lands on his feet. Okay, this is like 
This this is what I'm waiting for, baby. Look at all this fast action reversals. This is before Skipper had a concussion, by the way. Yeah, I think that's very important to keep in mind. Mind you, in just like four four ish weeks, three four weeks, he's about to be in a six sense deal after having a concussion. Probably not the smartest thing, but you know, it's a different time. We didn't know as good as much. Well, here's the thing about that. I was just gonna say that comment. Oh, oh, oh. slipped. He slipped, but he he made it work. Yeah. Um, it always blows my mind when people are like, "Well, we didn't know about brain damage." So how do well, you not? I know. know. I know. About brain damage. You can't get your head hit a million times with a chair and be like, "Oh, I'll be fine." People didn't. Maybe they didn't care about it as much. I don't know. Skipper about to walk the top rope here. I think he should have done this on the top of the ultimate X. Oh shit! He's going to the floor. To the floor. Oh, that was weird. I didn't expect that. The white guy isn't even wearing a cup. Tom Arnold says so. That's great. Now the ending. Oh my life. god! He's come on. I don't know how this helps. That doesn't. You're you might sure. as well have Tom Arnold to be the guy with the wrestling his fake shirt on because he clearly doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. He just keeps going. Oh my! Oh my God! Today just made a joke about Tom Arnold's first honeymoon. Go get it, son, Jay. Oh. Oh, the winner of this. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. That's important information. (laughs) That's really important information, dude. Well, it's not going to be Skipper. We already know he has a match. Right. Which is weird. Um, It's got to be Saban then, right? Double drop kick to Saban is prime time, and Sanjay were on the uh, cables. Uh, yes, I, it's got to be Saban. How do you wait to tell us that four minutes into the match? Yeah, wait. That's like super important information. <laughs> Here we are thinking this is a meaningless match, but it's like, oh no, look at a pay per view title match. That's a really good point. This is the first uh, TV Ultimate Axe ever. Now, I think it's also important to note, Bob, that uh, Hector Garza won that gauntlet at Victory Road. Yeah. So he also, I believe, gets a title shot. At some point, yeah. Oh, Doug so. knocks Saban off the ropes. There was a sign that, uh, on the scroll as Doug hits, hits an elbow drop that Chris Rose will be on Piper's Pit tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, we probably know how that's going to go. Yeah. Probably very similar to how it went today. Yeah, both guys are down. Where's Primetime? Primetime's cr- climbing up the back of the... Um, what do they call them? Help me here, Bob. Pole? No, it's not Pole. Structure. It will say that the structure. 
I like that. The structure, and now he's on the cables, and now he gets dropped down. And Saban is going to kick him. Nope, he got cut out. And now he's trying to do something, and they countered that. He dropped a clothesline, and now he's trying to German suplex him. But Skipper, or uh, Primetime, is countering that as well. As Dutt is climbing across the cables to grab that axe. Wait a second. Oh! Oh, shit. He, like, fell, and, like, Skipper, Primetime, kind of power around him and slammed down uh, Chris Saban. Circus Soleil has nothing on these guys. I hope somebody gets up. He says. I really don't like. I think Tom Arnold is very unlikable. It's really bad. He's like super annoying. Yeah. I'm gonna argue that he's my least favorite part of this entire show we've been watching. Oh yeah. yeah. Pop up, duck, slams into prime time. It's more like a spear there. Okay, yeah. It kind of just looked like he ran into him to me, but I see how that was supposed to be a spear. Well, Saban like lifted him up, and then he right. speared him in. This is the best damn wrestling event you've ever seen, period. It's almost like that's the name of the show. If that wasn't like the gimmick name of the show, I'd be so I'd be like ripping that shit up. You come off of your this epic three hour pay-per-view and then you're trying to pitch it. Like if they were just saying that, I'd be like, yo, fuck this. Yeah. All three guys climbing across the cables now. Beautiful shot of that uh like overhead camera. Or not overhead, but the arm camera. Sabin. Save. Oh, uh, Skipper got knocked off, and Saban's gonna yank it down. Wow. Saban gets the title match. So at this moment, it's Chris Saban and Petey Williams at turning point. Yeah, that'd be a good match. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to, I had to double check my, my numbers here, but Chris Sabin has won three out of five Ultimate X matches. So he's Mr. Ultimate X then? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. That's like, what, 80%? That's pretty freaking good, man. <laughs> yeah. It's quite the statistic. Basically, if you put Sabin in a match, he's going to win it. He just, the only one he didn't win... The, that he was involved with was the very first. And that's when Michael Shane stole it. Uh, and the fourth ultimate X match, it was Kazarian Shane and style. So Saban was not able to win that because he wasn't in it. Right. Well, we're getting our, uh, essentially our hype for tomorrow, the mystery partner versus the naturals, Tom Arnold versus puppet and a cage match. So we actually know quite a bit going into tomorrow's show. And now we're getting a, a little package here. Tendus Piper's Pit. <laughs> oh, 
he lost sadly lost that with the women, but can he win with three life crew? <laughs> For his sake, he probably doesn't want that. A steel cage. All right, well, that wraps up the show. Uh, the runtime was one hour, three minutes, and 54 seconds. Uh, Dallas, I don't know, man. As in terms of like potential introduction, I don't know if that did more harm or good. Yeah, so I think there's a couple ways to look at the show we just watched. Um, if I... If I'm a... Uh, like, if I like the best damn sports show, period, and I've never seen wrestling, first off, you probably are, are like... Um, Chris Chris Rose, who like just says it's fake and hates it. So I guess you probably relate to him, but I don't know if that's gonna change that show's gonna change your mind because half of it they were just making fun of stuff. Yeah. Um as a, a viewer of TNA, okay, I had to watch this show. And watching this this morning here now, um it, it I didn't hate it because it was so different. It didn't feel like we're in our normal grind. Um, but the stuff I didn't like was basically everything that was not a wrestling match. I mean, like, I did not like any of the segments. I think they were really cringy. I didn't like all the uh, insults to Puppet and T.O. because they were just, like, not needed. Like, it was just, like, overkill. It was a lot. Yeah, and Tom Arnold's commentary was pretty... And that was bad. Um, So I personally don't think this was a bad show. But if in my voting, Bob's a little more strict than I am, I would give this show a thumbs in the middle. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Um, and I, can, I can understand that, though. I can't even argue with you on that. because I, I, I'm going to say it's a thumbs down more so because of uh, the best damn sports show, guys. Not the TNA aspect. No, I, I agree with that. When you're saddled with these guys that, at the end of the day, really seemingly don't care about the partnership and trying to get TNA over, um, it kind of made it for a, a rough experience here. And also, uh, the majority of the matches got, you know, two minutes time because, you know, we have to get that John Sally horse segment in with three that crew. You know, it's so crucial. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, that's like one of the better segments they did. <laughs> that That's yeah, I mean, like the bad thing. Yeah. I mean, you got to think the first, what, 10 or so minutes was just them standing in the ring. We didn't see a match to what, what did you say? It was like it 18 was like, minutes in. Yeah, 17 or 18 minutes into the show. Um, so Which, I mean, if you incorporate the commercials, you're looking at almost a half hour. I mean, that's Pro- crazy. Like, probably, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking, I'm going back here just to. I mean, they talked and talked and talked and talked, and then there's fighting, and there's commercial, and there's then there's a backstage segment, and then finally someone's making their entrance here. Shelly finally comes out, seventeen minutes, seven seconds, and that's crazy. Right, and then their match went like ninety seconds with AJ Styles, which is just frustrating. The one thing I will say is they did seemingly kind of promote night two pretty well. So you will have the Naturals against Brian Cox, and I'm assuming Monty Brown. That just seems like the obvious decision. I, um, yeah, I mean, come on, guess. That's definitely... The cage match between Jarrett and Hardy. That has my interest. I'm not expecting a great cage match, but... No, no. I'm assuming, but... like, Hardy will win, and 
Really? Yeah, I mean, I, as, as long as it's not for the title, I mean, I, I'm assuming he he would just win. I because we're not going to get Hall and Nash. Hall and Nash are not coming out on that show. No, 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 no. To get involved or anything because it was before the pay per view. No, but that's okay. I have some thoughts about that, but I think. It'll if Jeff Jarrett beats him on a TV show where you're trying to get more viewers, and then I don't know what we're accomplishing. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. I have some thoughts about that, but I think it'll be better to talk about um, as it's happening. So I'm going to hold my thoughts since we're literally it's tomorrow. You guys have got to wait a week. I'm going to hold my hold my thoughts on that one. Um We did it, Bob. We watched the, this uh, this show. This is a weird one. This is a really out of left field. It's something I didn't know happened. And, um, you know, I think we'd be okay if it didn't happen in general. But, like I said, I think for me, I liked it mostly because it was a change of pace of, like, the style of show. But the bad stuff was pretty fucking bad, I would say. So. I agree. Um, all right. Well, that should wrap up the first of two... TNA specials. Uh, Dallas, you got anything else? No. See you guys tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow for some more of the best damn wrestling show, period. Until then, for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Lang Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross Line Podcast.